Welcome to the Facing Grief Podcast. The Facing Grief Podcast is a weekly story of dealing with the loss of a spouse. Each week, we will focus on one day of the journey. That day being a recollection of a unique experience, which may highlight the pain of that day, observations on living in the state of grief, or stories of an amazing relationship. Whether you're here for comfort or to know more about this journey, our prayer is that you will be blessed by what you hear today. In today's episode, we will hear about how a passion became so much more as this journey of facing grief began. First published on LinkedIn, June 12, 2020, here is how my passion for technical communications became my greatest weapon for facing grief. Many of us would say we have a specialty in our fields, something we are just good at. Sometimes it is there in the background. You may never actually be aware of it. Other times you may find out because your peers will tell you. Skills in our careers are sometimes the natural extension of a gift we have. Compassionate individuals become nurses, People who connect to people work in HR, and those with a vision may become part of management. Those special managers who help you grow beyond yourself because they share their vision. I have discovered over the years that my nature is analytical. Elements of my career grew around that ability. I really wasn't perceptive of it until later in life. As a person who at my very core wants to share, documentation in its many forms became an extension of that sharing nature and emerged as my passion. Communicating was the point, explaining was the key, and from many years in consulting, I often took a different approach to knowledge. Don't be shocked if I told you that some hold on to information. They unfortunately come to believe that information defines them. They do not share because they do not know how to separate themselves from the knowledge, so they hold on to it. I, on the other hand, wanted to share often to be able to leave an assignment where the perception was that I was valuable for some reason. My approach was to share the information so I could move on. I gave it away as a gift, but it was actually my ticket to catch the next flight out. I've been employed in positions where the actual official work was not all that fulfilling, but documenting, drawing a chart of complex systems so others could grasp it, well, now you're talking. When you're passionate about anything, that is not work. It is your passion. So communicating in charts and graphs and whatever I could use was floating my boat. In my last position, there was an HP plotter on my floor. Bad idea for them. For me, a tool to create more ways to communicate. Oh, how is the software development going? They might ask. Yeah, great, I would say. Now, how do I get back to that chart? Manuals were out. No one would read them. In a 140-character Twitter world, you do not have much time to make a point. So my work really became a marketing job. How do I get their attention and hopefully leave some usable knowledge behind when I'm done with them? Quick reference guides, charts, and diagrams that show the top level in an interesting way. I even got to the point where I used frequently asked questions as documentation. I would pose the questions, often in a conversational form, to engage the reader. It was a cat and mouse game, where I was the cat trying to trap the user and leave them a bit more knowledgeable when all was said and done. Upon my retirement, I thought I might use those skills for some future endeavor. 
Little was I to know how documenting and writing would be the life preserver I would be holding on to, holding on to for my very life. My wife became ill in 2011. A small cancer that had surfaced was removed at that time. In April 2015, we faced its return. It returned with a painful, debilitating vengeance. I took off three months from work to take care of her 24-7. And in September of that year, we found that the stage 4 metatastic breast cancer discovered in April had vanished from her CT scans. It was a true miracle we praise God for. I return to work now with her care as my only real mission beyond my job. In mid-July of 2019, things changed, I noticed for the worst. She never relented in her faith and resolved to move forward. Looking back, it was traumatic yet swift. She amazed everyone who came in contact with her. And even though she had the fears we all have, God gave her a strength that many have told me has changed their lives. I know it has forever changed mine. We had dreamed of my retirement as an opportunity to accomplish things that meant so much to us. But those dreams were not to be. She finished her race, my dear Joanne, in August of 2019. In my new reality of a loss I could not comprehend, losing a unique and precious love that I can hardly describe was an overwhelming reality that was beyond my ability to face. During the second week in this indescribable world, a strange thing happened. I began writing. Not on purpose, mind you. No, the writings came unexpectedly. I never knew when. I never really wrote them on purpose. They just arrived, often interrupting me on my way to some task or obligation, which were the only ways I was living any type of a life. When they came, I would be amazed at how formed they were. Little stories of the pain, some observations on the experience, others the story of our amazing relationship. Many I could not even read out loud, a technique I used to help verbalize the awfulness and conquer what I could with God helping me the rest of the way. What happened here was we had an OCD systems analyst who has a passion for documenting and sharing trapped in the most awful place imaginable. A war correspondent, in a way, reporting the day-to-day awfulness of his life. This passion became my lifeline to a place beyond me, a place that I would have to reach somehow. Each essay, a link along that road. They would come about 20 a month. Each month I would declare a volume was completed and move on. Each a topic of the trip, each a step, a step in a fog from which I could see no end. Each volume would become a document. It is just what I do, a deliverable. Except the project now was my life. The implementation date? Who knows? My management has not told me when that will be. In December of 2019, I put together a website for the essays to live in. In my grief, I have found comfort in those who have bravely shared their grief stories. Through the website, I was going to share mine. I pray these writings will bring comfort to anyone in grief who long for those elusive moments of peace amidst the affliction. I am still on the journey. In a way, still working since documents and web authoring and structuring are a full-time job, I started narrating them as well. Verbalization has been very helpful in facing the unfaceable. But the struggle continues, continues, and imperceptibly keeps becoming less awful amidst the tears of each day. Where this will end, I do not know. But I do know that my passion for communicating has found another way to manifest itself. 
And this time, I not only fulfilled a project plan and helped some business users, with God's help, I found the way out of the most awful place I could have ever imagined. One essay at a time. Those essays just mentioned have been recently completed and compiled into eight volumes, each volume with a different theme. In the weeks ahead, our future episodes will showcase selected essays from each volume so we can experience the journey together. Thank you for joining us today on the Facing Grief podcast. Visit our website at essaysongrief.org to find out more about today's episode. Our prayer is that we can be a blessing to you in your grief journey.